0: Now, when I was younger, they used to, my mom used to call me jelly bean. Jelly bean. Okay. She didn't tell you that, so I don't know why I just gave you that
1: information. Hope Talk, a PCM podcast. So here we are with Jeremy Thomas Camp. Good morning, sir. Nice. I like how you use my middle
0: name. I feel like that, you know, you're, you're my family now, Jeremy Thomas Camp.
1: I was going to ask you, when was the last time you heard that that way?
0: Um, my mom. <laughs> really? Still? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Thomas Camp. And it's actually when I was getting in trouble when I was younger. So that's the last time I heard it like that. Is that is, <laughs> that,
1: is that something the mom calls you still now, nowadays?
0: She calls me JT. Okay. Yeah. JT or Germ. My sister calls me Germ. Oh, there mom you go. JT. Yeah. So that's kind of my nicknames. Now, when I was younger, they used to, my mom used to call
1: me Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. Okay. She did
0: tell you that. So I don't know why I just gave you that information. <laughs> the world, now I, you I blackmail I, against me, and everyone knows it. So that's great. <laughs>
1: I have a cousin that we we grew up calling him Black Jelly Bean. We always say, "Yeah, because nobody likes you." You know what we'd say. So it's kind of mean. So how about how about Reverend Camp? Anybody called you that recently?
0: <laughs> no, they have not actually. But I, I have been an ordained pastor for the past man. It's been twenty three no twenty two years now.
1: Wow. Yeah. So you recently, it hadn't been too long ago, you all were on lockdown in South Africa. How in the world was that?
0: Yeah, it was difficult because we went to visit her family because my wife's from South Africa, and we mm-hmm. had this whole trip planned. We were going to go visit her family and then go up to Cape Town and take this whole long drive, which is beautiful. The drive is beautiful. And two days after we got there, they went to level four um, lockdown, and so we weren't quite quarantined but we couldn't go to restaurants we couldn't go out and do things and so um, we decided to cancel not the trip to South Africa but just to the place in Cape Town we were going but you know what honestly it was actually really sweet because we hung out with our family the whole time and and that was actually a good thing it actually worked out it wasn't like too much time
1: (laughs) how often do your kids get to see grandma and grandpa and that and Adrian's family over there
0: um I would say every couple years okay you know either You know, we'll go there or they'll they'll come to see us, you know, here in the States. And so, you know, it's more, we wish we could see them more. Um, Every once in a while, it'll be once a year sometimes. But yeah, they. I love my family. We had such a sweet time.
1: So somebody asked me the other day, they found out that I was going to be talking to you and they said, well, you got to ask them, how many times would you say you've watched, I still believe from start to finish?
0: Me, man, actually so many because we had to, you know, make sure and editing and all that kind of stuff. Um, honestly, to be honest, not I would say eight times. So not not a crazy ton amount, but like enough where it's it's too difficult to watch, you mm-hmm. know. And so for me to continue to watch it over and again, it's it's not easy. Um, so I have to pick and choose when I watch it or with whom I watch it because yeah. I have times where I will I'll, I'll break it down sometimes watching it. And so it's got to be a safe place, and I'm watching it with people.
1: Has it ever been weird? Hey, my, that's my, my story. That's my life in a movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think about it too. And I I don't take this lightly because there's a lot of amazing stories and amazing people have gone through crazy things in their life and for them to pick, you know, my life and my story. um, I don't take it for granted. I really don't because I think it's um, it's a huge kind of uh, undertaking but I know that the fruit from it has been incredible, even though it came out during the pandemic, which was tough. And that's a whole other story. But, um, but I've seen the effects of it because of all that we've been going through in the pandemic and everything that's been, that we've been going through so much that I've seen God use it, I think in a deeper way because of just going, okay, I don't understand. Like the song says, there's questions and there's hurts, but I still believe in your faithfulness and your truth and your word. And I have to stand strong in that no matter what I'm going through.
1: Yeah. Hey, I must stash you a question. Um, you've always been known as pretty clean shaven, but here recently, and you're not, I mean, you're clean shaven today, but here recently there, people were wondering on the Facebook there, he's getting a little dark there, a little stubble and everything. It, have you ever <laughs> felt the urge to grow out the beard or a mustache or anything?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's like the, the older dad in me, like my daughter will be 17 <laughs> here soon and she's driving. So I almost yeah. feel like that. I've earned the right to just if I want to have a beard, I'm gonna have a beard. And I it is so funny people's opinions about it because some people are like, you look so much older, shave your beard. And I'm like, I don't actually <laughs> care if I look older. Like I'm okay to embrace my dadhood right now. I've you know my youngest son's ten. And he's like, Dad, I like your beard. I'm like, All right, son. Yeah. My wife likes it, so that's that's it's all that matters, you know.
1: I, I struggle <laughs> with that all the time. I'll be 55. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I can grow one in a heartbeat and make my my 25 year old son jealous. But I just you <laughs> know I, I just just like it clean. So. Thirty-two number one songs. Is that still act the accurate count? Thirty-two. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. when you speak, we'll meet number thirty-three. Um, as an artist, do you actually keep up with how a song is doing, or does it totally surprise you?
0: My, my, like my management, like he'll call me and be like, "Hey, man, you know we had a, a good week or something." I, That's awesome. But I don't sit there. I don't look at the charts. I'm not looking at everything because I think it's just it's too overwhelming, and then you become distracted. Like if it doesn't do well, then you get all bummed, and I just don't want to deal with that. I just kind of accept what happens. If it does well, I'm super thankful, and play the song anyway, no matter what, and then share the story behind it. Because really, for me, it's about getting the song out there to as many people as possible and sharing the story behind it. That's what it's about. And so if it ends up being that, then that's a huge blessing.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned Bella's is 17, and uh, um, Egan is 10, 10 and yeah. then you've Aries got 15. Aries 15. How are you, dad, surviving adolescence here?
0: Um, you know, the great thing, and I think the great thing about this whole past year and a half is that we've always had good communication with our family, with my with my kids. But I think it even became more intense in a good way where, you know, we've allowed them, they ask questions. You know, okay, why is this? And my son was like, I'm, I'm kind of struggling to believe, is there actually a God? I'm like, that's okay. Let's talk about this. And I think that, you know, I, I grew up, and it was a little more. Don't ask those questions, and so I would have questions growing up, and I felt scared to ask them. And we've allowed our kids to ask questions so that we can help them talk through it. And I think that because of that, even like my daughter today, for example, it was so sweet. She just said, "You know, Dad, um, could you pray for me?" And just told me some struggles she was going through, and I was like, "Absolutely!" So I prayed with her. She cried, and I a little teary-eyed, and I just kind of like just let, I was just laying there in the bed, just talking to her. And I was like, man, this is like the best ever. Yeah. My almost 17 year old daughter was 17 and three weeks. And I'm like, I-, I get to sit there and she's like, yeah, we pray for me. I'm struggling with this. Amazing. So it's actually, of course, there's still teenage stuff and teenage drama. You know, it's, I'm not going to lie. Um, fear of, of my kids driving. And that freaks me <laughs> out a little bit, but that type of relationship is there. That we can have that communication, and I'm so thankful for that.
1: What was that like? The first time that both your daughters went driving off in that car by themselves?
0: Um, I was calling them every second, and then I realized my wife's like, "Don't, don't, don't distract them." them. <laughs> like, yeah, don't, don't distract them. I'm like, "Oh yeah." So then I was like, "Okay, guys, I have that on your Find My Phone." And I'm like, "Okay, they're good. They're they're good so far." And I'm Still like, call when you get there. So terrible, but I've I've loosened up. I don't do that anymore, but it was, at first I was definitely following them. It's so terrible <laughs> that dad is following my kid. Okay. They're good. They're good.
1: <laughs> Who Who's the, who's the best driver instructor? You or Adrian?
0: Probably my wife. Really? Yeah. I think because I'm a little more like, Whoa, 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 hold on. Hey, Hey, you know? And she's like, okay, Hey, careful. Now of course she said she's had time for, she's like, stop. <laughs> because <laughs> you're going to, you're going to hit something. Um, but I think she's a little – I'm patient. I'm just a little more, I think, not paranoid. I think it's more that. And she's a little more calm collective.
1: <laughs> so for any, any of our people that are listening right now that are getting ready or know that it's coming soon to teach their kids how to drive, what tips would you give them now that you're a veteran?
0: I think one of the biggest things is don't do what I was doing is like, hey, 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 speed up a little bit. Slow down more. I mean, it was like I was overdoing it. Only, and I realized only if it's like becoming dangerous, you yeah. know what I mean? Like if she was going slow, so she felt like everything she did and it got her more tensed up. And so I realized, <laughs> unless it's like a dangerous thing, like whoa, stop or don't do that, you know, if they're taking off slow and the car's behind frustrated because they're slow, oh well, let that kind of be. You can slowly talk to them about it later, but don't like in the moment freak them out that's that's my
1: advice that's good that's really yeah. good with yeah. with them being in uh, high school and, and a middle schooler still is there any homework that of course y'all are homeschoolers but any of their studying or homework that really makes you shudder
0: um you know what's interesting is math I'm pretty good at math and so my daughter is like really good at math but I think that even though I'm actually good at writing like English kind of freaks me out for some reason wow. because I'm like okay don't end with a preposition. That's right. Okay. I forget all the rules. And so I'm so used to kind of just free flowing writing and just writing whatever. And sometimes the rules of that, I don't, I'm like, my kids will be like, Hey, can you kind of proofread this? And I'm like, you might want to ask your mom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
0: Adrian definitely is better at like proofreading and editing than I am. I'll put a comma everywhere. I'm like, I don't know. I'll put a comma here. And they're like, no dad. I'm like, Oh, okay. Sorry.
1: <laughs> so do you, do you and Egan get enough man time? You think oh, with yeah. with the three other yeah, like, girls in the house?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like he if he's feeling like he just needs dude time, he'll be like, Dad, let's wrestle, or he'll say, Dad, can we just have like a dude bro hang time? I'm like, Yeah, where do you want to go? And he's like, Let's go ride bikes, or let's you know, he'll think of something. And so he if he needs it, I can tell he's needing it. I'll I'll wrestle with them, or I'll go do something with them.
1: All right, warning now, warning. Proud dad moment in three, two. One. Jeremy, I saw where your daughter Bella just released a new song here recently. Yeah.
0: yeah so that, so my daughter last year, so Ari, my, my younger daughter, she wrote a song that was just her heart's cry. What was happening last year? There was so many things happening from the pandemic to cultural issues. And she was just like broken hearted. She wrote a song called what we need, which is on all streaming and iTunes and all that. And it was just to hear her heart's cry was incredibly beautiful and Bella had a song already and she was like since I did one for Aerie and recorded it she, I, she said I would love to record my song too uh, but honestly dad no big deal if we can't and I'm like no I'd love to so it took a little longer because it just you know just circumstances but I started recording I actually produced my, my daughter's my oldest daughter's song from start to finish like I did all the recordings I engineered it I just had a friend help me mix it, and that was, you know, what his help was. But to, to be a part of my daughter's song from start to finish, I didn't help write any of their songs. I didn't do any music, any lyrics, or any melodies. It was wow. all them. And so to see them flourish and to see them actually have their own style and not sounding like me or my wife or anything, it's just like this is their style. You can tell it comes from the heart because they're not trying to copy anything. So it's been really incredible to hear their hearts come out in music and their talents. They're they're amazing.
1: So be honest, did your kids have to teach you all about TikTok? I saw that you're on there now.
0: Absolutely, and it's still still I'm trying to figure out certain things. And I and I was doing devotions for a while, and we went to South Africa for three weeks, so I was out of that. And I came home, and everyone was like, "We got to get ready for tour. The album's coming out." And I just my brain has been you know on that kind of on that focus on that, but I really do see that like people are getting mad at me. Why are you on TikTok? You're gonna do dances? I'm like, actually I wanna share devotionals and I want to share my heart. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's so funny everyone's opinions on things. But I really do see the the need for, you know, things on these social media platforms that are glorifying to Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just such a need for it.
1: So a real painful question here, maybe for me or for you, may definitely for me. How many times in your career have you been rained out at a festival? <laughs>
0: My first tour ever was a tour called Festival Dios. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, and that's where I met my wife, Adrienne. And that literally, that that we should say if you need rain in your city, bring Festival Dios, because it probably rained half the time, and I'm not kidding you. There was 40 dates, and I think it rained 20 out of the 40 dates. Wow. So it was. So I would say there's been. We had one recently um, that we went all the way to New Hampshire. Or was it New Hampshire, yeah, it was New Hampshire, and completely rained out. Like yeah. we were there, set up, we were ready to go. We got canceled last year because of COVID, so it was like yes, even more excited because it's a whole long wait. Got canceled again.
1: Has it ever yeah. happened to you in Chattanooga, Tennessee? Do you remember that or not? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the one there. But we'll we'll yeah, make that's
0: what I'm like. Oh yeah, yeah, that's we'll nice.
1: we'll make that up. All right. See, so, we'll, what do you hope to accomplish before you hit forty-five? Oh
0: man, what I have to accomplish! Um, I have a real heart to go um, overseas more. Um, I've been to 44 countries, and I've you know played all over the world. But I really have a heart to do more outreaches overseas, and so you know I want to hit five more countries, you know, and before places I haven't been yet uh, before 45. So we'll yeah, see.
1: There you go. What would your What would Adrian say? She hope you accomplish before you hit 45
0: that's a good question i want to ask her that <laughs> <laughs> um, i don't know i think that i think one of the things that we had talked about is um, getting my my daughter bella her the oldest daughter um, her an ep out before she gets out of the
1: house oh yeah so
0: before she gets out of the house that we work together on an ep so that would be something that i think me and my wife would both Love to do for her.
1: Good deal. Okay, so when do you think, Jeremy Camp, that fall should officially begin? Fall. Do you do you fight off the onslaught of pumpkin spice toilet paper and everything that's coming our way, or <laughs> yes, I do. or do you I would embrace say it? October. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think once October hits, it's like cool. That's 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 do fall now. That's yeah. my.
1: Is, is that it's a, is a that a summer in September? Is that but, a popular decision in your house there?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They start putting out, you know, the pumpkins or the, the leaves or yeah, absolutely.
1: Not, I think about not in September, right?
0: Nope, nope. October.
1: Oh man, I must have missed out somehow. I think I may be your adopt your brother that got left behind or something. (laughs) Because everybody in my family's like, "Bring it on now!" I'm like, "No, it's not October." So yes,
0: see, thank you.
1: I know it. Well, hey, you've got a big day coming up in just over a month. I think it's actually October 21st. Do you remember what that date is? What is that date? I'm trying to help you out here, man.
0: Um, A plane in. Where am I playing?
1: No, you're not playing anywhere, I hope.
0: October 21st. Hold on. October
1: here. 21st. Isn't that a big date in the Jeremy Camp life?
0: What is that?
1: When's your anniversary, dude? December 15th. Oh, that's why. So I'm totally blown it there. <laughs> that's I was like,
0: oh man, let me think about this.
1: Wikipedia.
0: You know, I know, I'm telling you, bro. Wikipedia. There's so many things. I actually went on because someone was like, Hey, I didn't know that. Whatever, just like that. And yeah. I'm my Wikipedia is so
1: off. Oh my like, goodness gracious! I, when I
0: say so off. Even the internet says I'm like five six to five seven. <laughs> uh, like, I'm almost six foot. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's everything's way off. you your head and easy.
1: shoulders above me, and I'm five eight. So yeah, I knew yeah, that's yeah. not true. So. Yeah, I don't
0: there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just I'm not that.
1: Okay, so coming up December fifteenth, uh, you and Adrian will be married for almost twenty one years. What have you learned the most about her and about marriage in general in 21 years?
0: Um, man, she's become. You know, when you first get married, you're like, "Oh, it's my best friend. I know her so well, and we're we'll getting married." And you realize how much you don't know that person. And then as you uh, look forward and you look back at all the things that you've learned, I realize I know her so much better, and I love her so much more. Like, I appreciate her depth, her heart for Jesus. I appreciate. Um, her personality, appreciate all the things that you don't necessarily see that much. You you see the highlights and you love the highlights, but the, even the difficulties or the hardships, you appreciate those because you see them working through those and you realize, man, we all have those issues and those problems, but they have a desire to push through that. you know. And I think that is with my wife is who she is. We all have issues. I yeah. mean, that girl is like, I want to be a different person. I want to press in to more of Jesus every single day. And so, and she does that.
1: If I were to bring her in on the zoom call here, uh, what would she say? She's learned the most about you in marriage in 21 years.
0: Um, Oh, do we have her? So, okay.
1: No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, one thing, this is not to pat my back, but she said something to me the other day. And I was like, that's her perception. She goes, you know what? You're, you're someone without guile is what she said to me and i go what do you mean by that she goes like you're not manipulative or you're not you're you're she goes you're kind of gullible sometimes someone will will do something you're like really that happened she's like they're like no and i'm like oh she goes because you don't you just believe oh okay i mean you know, all do research if someone says something i'm like is that true but I think that was for me what what a, a blessing to hear because as your wife you want her to know that what you see is what you get. And I think she she knows that with me what you see is what you get. And I'm thankful for that.
1: You That's cool. I mean. That's cool. What about pets? So my, my wife will ask, ask this question. She'll say, You didn't ask Jeremy if he has any dogs. Any dogs, any pets, anything in the household in the camp household there?
0: Yeah, we have two dogs. We have um, golden doodles. And I'm not a big pet person. I do like one of my dogs, um, for sure. <laughs> Elliot, he's the you know the first one we got. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the other one too. Her name's Lottie, but I think that I, I'm I'm not a pet lover, so I have my one dog, and I'm like yeah, yeah, and he's my bro.
1: And I guarantee it. You probably got Lottie because Adrian and the girls are probably like, oh, the first dog's lonely, so we need to get him somebody else, right?
0: hundred percent.
1: Oh That's my goodness.
0: Talking. So it's their dog.
1: I was uh, yeah, I was standing out in the front yard at 4:15 the other morning, waiting on now the five dogs that we have at our house. and I, it, it suddenly hit me. How much time have I sat here in my life watching dogs do their business? You know? It's like, what has my life become? You that know? is
0: an incredible scene right there. Yeah.
1: I I mean, to think about. We've yeah. got our son who's in Hawaii in the army's He's Eimer. We've got our son that just moved out to his house is a, a Chihuahua, and then we've got so uh, and then we've got two others with four dogs, four dogs oh, now. So yeah, you know, true. way too many, way too many. Sorry for that. <laughs> hey <laughs> When was the last time you cooked for the family?
0: Um I grilled something. That's about it.
1: <laughs> and that was really? about a week
0: ago. <laughs> I'm I'm more of the griller. Like my wife actually likes cooking. Yeah. She's very creative because she's creative anyway, but cooking creatively is what she loves. Um she's like, hey, can you grill, whatever? I'm like, sure, I love that. Like, bring on the grill, I'll do it. Anything else? I mean, I'll do it. I just it's not I don't know. You know, she enjoy asks me it. to do something, I'll full on do it. But I'm not like jumping to the kitchen like, let me make dinner tonight.
1: Yeah. Just not have you gotten into the world of smoking? Smoking meat.
0: Smoking. No, but my I have a lot of people that are. Yeah, you, yeah. And literally everybody's like, you have to do it. You have to do it. So I'm going to kind of get into that next because it's so good when they make it for me because everyone's so excited when they get a smoker. They make everything. I go and eat so much meat. And I'm like, this is incredible.
1: So, yeah. yeah, pineapple, the whole nine yards, oh, every yeah. bit of that there, there, and then you'll go from that. You'll evolve from the smoker into one of the blackstone griddles, and then you'll be doing hibachi and all that kind of stuff there. Oh, so, my goodness, and if crazy. you don't like cooking, Jeremy Camp, don't let your family get you started by giving you a smoker <laughs> or something like that for Father's <laughs> yeah, I'll be Day. Cooking all the time. It'll like be so. nonstop, nonstop. Hey, do you do you feel comfortable sharing? And if not, it's okay. Do you feel comfortable sharing about the season of panic attacks that that I read recently about that? And, and you no. Know,
0: you know, I think for me, I realized this has been such a hard season for so many people. And I think the the, the thing that we're seeing is people are, are starting to be more transparent. And for me, I realized like, I'm going to share everything that I've, I'm going through what i because we all go through issues and, and hardships. And about three and a half years ago, I'll do it. I'll try to be as brief as possible because it's kind of a lot leading up to it. So I'll try to give your Reader's Digest version. But, you know, we had been some stuff with, you know, um, very close people in our lives, you know, not my wife and my family, but very close people. um, There was an addiction problem there and we were trying to, you know, be there for them and and trying to help walk through and we got really hurt, like really, really bad. And I think it raised up a lot of hurt in my heart. um, And I think it actually started bringing up some hurt from just the loss that I went through with Melissa, you know, years ago. And so I think all of a sudden I started, um, in a sense, I would say not trusting the Lord. Yeah. I started holding on to these hurts and not give them to him. And so what happened was everything that I would experience or things that would happen, um, I'd have these, this fear, like where something bad was going to happen or I don't want this to happen. So I try to control it and like, well, make sure this doesn't happen. And I got to the point where I literally, I mean, I went through a, it was, gosh, a week of, I could not get out of bed. I mean, I was in a, when I say pure panic, it was this, I've never experienced before in my life. There was this darkness I've never experienced. It was like panic and depression, all this kind of stuff. And what happened was I, my wife was just battling for me and praying and praying and praying. And I was praying. I finally said, God, please, what is it? And he said, one, you're bitter. You have bitterness in your heart towards those close people in your life. And you're controlling. And he gave me the three F's, family, finances, and future I was trying to control. I was trying to make sure I was fearful about all those things. And when I repented, when I say I repented, I said, God, I am sorry. I want trust in you. Sorry for my heart and the grossness of my heart. Things started lifting and God broke the chain of that in my life. I haven't dealt with it since. And he's broken the chain of that in my life. And because I repented, I'm not saying that there's not, you know, near logical things that people have to medicate. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just, my point was for me, I had to repent of sin in my life. And that's what was literally pulling me down. And so, you know, the songs that have come after that season, including this new record coming out, it comes out September 10th called When You Speak. So songs that, that came out during that time are those songs of what God has really instilled in a deep way in my heart. And so that's why I'm so excited. I'm like, I can't wait for this album to come out because you want to hear some some deep processing that God has given me, it's in this album. it's not just one song. Like, yeah, that song when you speak is a massive part of the journey, but it's the start where it says, when you speak, this is what happens. And it's like, here's the start. Now keep going along with the journey with me. And I think that's the excitement about this record is that it has a depth to it that I have not been able to portray for a long time.
1: When you speak, it's the new song that we're playing now on J103. The album's out. You heard Jeremy mention September 10th. Back on the road with the When You Speak tour finally coming up here real soon. And if you want to see Jeremy rocking his dad's white members only jacket from back in the day, uh, check out the video When You Speak. And you'll see it on there. My last question, Jeremy, because I know you gotta go. How can we, how can we pray for you, Adrian, the kids and and just J- the Jeremy camp world, how can we pray and minister to you right now?
0: Honestly, just for wisdom, because there's a lot of decisions to be made through, you know, we're still figuring out touring and how to tour and all of that. And just even moving forward, I was telling you about doing these different missions trips and different things that we have a heart for. We need wisdom because there's a lot of unknowns still. And I sometimes don't know how to proceed with all these unknowns. So we just need a lot of wisdom.
1: Can I pray with you real fast?
0: Absolutely.
1: Hey, God, thank you for Jeremy and thank you for his family. Thank you, God, for the hand of blessing that you've placed on them and how you're using them time and time again. Lord, we pray that you would use this album, these songs, the videos, the tour, every bit of it, Lord, to bring people closer to you and that you truly would speak to them through yeah. Jeremy and through his ministry. God, we pray for his future. We pray for any decisions that have to be made. We pray that you would just be in the very center of that and you would lead him and he would walk in your footsteps. We love you and we thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Hope Talk, a PCM podcast.